Yo, what's up everyone, and welcome to episode 9 of Mundo's News Program. I'm recording this on July 13th, 2023. I'm your host, Mundo Carrillo. I hope you guys are doing well. It's freaking hot, man. <laughs> it's so hot. Uh, yeah, I don't have AC in my apartment, so I gotta have the fan going. So if you hear a little background noise, that's the fan. I apologize for that, but it's it's so damn hot around here. It's hot everywhere. It seems like the earth is like the hottest it's been in like 125,000 years or some shit. That's crazy, dude. The It's getting hotter every single year. There's no doubt about that. Like every year is the hottest year on record. It's horrifying, man. Like, what's it going to be like, say, even five years from now, if we keep breaking the record, if this trend keeps going? I'm going to need to have fans everywhere. People are going to die, man. <laughs> it's going to be rough. Some areas are experiencing flooding, like Vermont and New England. Like two months of rain in two days or something like that. It's wild, man. Wild, wild weather out there. So I hope you guys are safe. And if you're not safe, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast. Please get some help. Get some help. Anyways, this just broke out today, but it looks like we're not going to be watching any fresh TV anytime soon because the Actors Guild has joined the Writers Guild by going on strike so no writers no actors doesn't look like anything's uh gonna gonna go down on that tube for quite a while actually did you see that friend drescher is the uh the actors guild president that's hilarious the nanny <laughs> like i just i don't know i'm sure she's perfectly capable i just didn't think the nanny with the funny voice was going to be the actors guild president that's that's quite funny but anyways, they're on track. I didn't really get too much into that because it just happened today. So there's a, there's a lot there's a lot of factors going on there. I'm sure, but I uh, just want to throw it out there that um I don't know. We're not gonna you're not gonna get your uh, is Grey's Anatomy still? I was about to say Grey's Anatomy. I I think that ended finally, right? Anyways, you know what I'm saying. You're not gonna get your show for a bit, big dog. Sorry about that. Anyway, today I just kind of want to go on a, a rant about newspapers and just the news industry and the future of the news industry so recently the uh, san diego union tribune was sold by dr patrick soon shang to news media group which is owned by the hedge fund the infamous hedge fund alden global capital alden is infamous for buying up newspapers and just completely slashing them really down to their bare bones I'm not sure why. I remember I was asking a colleague of mine back in my reporting days why Alden would do such a thing knowing that newspapers just aren't profitable anymore. And I guess this is according to him. And, you know, he's a sharp guy. I trust him. But uh, he said that they're interested in buying up the property that newspapers own because newspapers usually have these nice offices in whatever downtown area they're, um, they're focused on or wherever they're based at. So... They're really interested in those properties, I guess. According to him, I don't, I don't know for, for sure, but that's got to be a good reason because I don't know what kind of return they're expecting on a newspaper. But anyhow, the Union Tribune out of San Diego is the latest to be sold to these guys. And I guess uh, the company told employees to expect layoffs very soon. So hearts out to those guys. So now uh, Dr. Soon Shang now only owns the LA Times. He had bought both the LA Times and the San Diego Union Tribune at the same time a few years ago. 
And that paper, the LA Times, recently announced a bunch of layoffs as well. And also this last week, the New York Times announced that it was basically getting rid of its sports section in favor of The Athletic, which is a sports website that the New York Times already owns. So that move kind of makes sense. And they did say that there are no planned layoffs. So presumably the people who are already on the sports desk at the New York Times will keep their jobs at The Athletic. But just a lot of mood around going on at, at these big papers. And it's a trend that we've seen for years now. And we're just going to keep seeing. We're just going to keep seeing newspapers lay off more and more reporters and more and more staff and just get smaller and smaller until they're basically nothing. I think there are some papers out there, some local newspapers that are just down to one reporter. And that's not the best way to cover a community at all. It's, it's better than nothing. I'll say that. But you can't cover an entire town or an entire county or whatever with just one reporter. It's just not enough. So this this is going to continue. I keep seeing on Twitter or social media how reporters are announcing that they got laid off. And it's just going to keep happening, right? And we all know why. It's just people don't read newspapers anymore. <laughs> it's, as, it's as simple as that, right? I personally think that newspapers do the best reporting that you can find out there, at least on a daily basis. So I love newspapers. I have subscriptions to quite a few newspapers, a couple here in New Mexico, the Santa Fe New Mexican and the Albuquerque Journal, as well as the, uh, the LA Times, the Washington Post, and the New York Times nationally. So I love newspapers, and I love the work those guys do. And I'm of the firm belief that if you want good, good journalism, you got to pay for it. You know, these subscriptions do set me back a little ways, you know, I and mean, they're not too bad, but, you know, I do pay for them. And I think that's what you have to do. See, another problem I, I think is, is happening here is that uh, people just expect the news for free because the internet has given it away for free for a long time now. A, lo a lot of times, depending on the website, especially if it's from like an actual like news organization, like a newspaper or something, you're probably going to hit a paywall and they're probably going to charge you. But a lot of times you can't find a lot of news for free on the internet. So people have come to expect that. And I think that's what the problem is with newspapers that traditionally charge for a subscription is that, you know, once people see the paywall or whatever, they're just going to go to where it's free. And like I said, I, I just think you have to pay for good journalism and you can't really expect it for free. So that's one problem I, I think is affecting papers there is that no one wants to pay for it. And even though I said that I read a lot of papers what i should really say is that i read a lot of news organizations because i don't actually read the physical paper can't really remember the last time i picked up a physical paper it's been a long time it's been since i worked at a newspaper <laughs> you know it's i know that's bad but i mean it's just more convenient because my, by the time i get my hands on one i could have just looked it up on my phone already so it's not you know the most impactful way for or it's not the most efficient way i for me to get my news you know even if i got it delivered right to my door i could have still check it on my phone before i get to my door you see what i'm saying so <laughs> it's just not the uh the most efficient way and that's i, I know that's setting them back because i know a lot of papers they don't know how to adjust from selling ads in print which they can't really do anymore because they're not really moving any print uh editions anymore they're, they're finding a hard time adjusting from print to digital from what i understand again just talking to former colleagues in the newspaper business is that they've really um they've had a hard time really 
nailing that down. And I know you're thinking probably like, well, yeah, why if they're delivering uh, good news still or a good product, there's it's, it's not good news. A lot of times it's bad news. But if they're delivering a good product, then why can't they still thrive online? And I guess the answer is they just don't know how to make money online, unfortunately. So that's why newspapers keep shrinking. What about TV? Well, according to uh, the Pew Research Firm, is that what they're calling me? The Pew Research Center. That's that's what I meant to say. Uh, less and less people are even watching TV. Most people get their news from a device, a phone, a tablet, probably a phone. But yeah, this this uh this researcher is great. I'm gonna I'll I'll put a link to it in the episode description. But I mean, I'm not telling you guys anything new. I'm not telling you guys anything shocking. But less and less people are consuming news through the traditional ways: newspaper, radio, television, and they're they're going to digital platforms. They're going to apps like news apps, you know. They're going to YouTube and even going to podcast. Hey, <laughs> so that's the thing, too, is that people's attention is still somewhere. So where is it? It's on their phone, man. It's on their phone. So how do we get people to pay attention to news on their phone? Well, I, th- I think the TV stations, a lot of them are doing a good job of putting their content on YouTube, which is a good start. But it's not really YouTube focused. It still has that old school TV kind of feel, which I appreciate because it, it does come off as unbiased when, you know, the guy is just or the lady or whoever is just giving you the news, just the facts straight up. I always appreciated that about local TV news. But, you know, I just think that uh, when you're on YouTube, when you're doing podcasts, you just need to be a little more personable, you know, and uh, I'm just I'm just saying sometimes um, sometimes TV anchors and reporters are a little rough on on the personality (laughs) aspect i'm not saying they don't have personality but it doesn't quite come through in the newscast a lot of the time again because i said they're trying to keep it straight you know they're not trying to be i don't know too out of line i guess for for tv news but i don't know i I think they for the tv news to survive in an online way i think they maybe need to uh get a little more personable get a little more internet oriented if you will for newspapers look man And I just think this is true of all journalists. I just think you got to adapt flat out. I think you have to be able to do just about everything these days. Like when when I used to work for the Albuquerque Journal, I worked there for several years, right? I was pretty spoiled. I basically just had to write my copy, send it off to the editor, and that was it. Sometimes I had to take my own photos in court or something like that. But a lot of times I had a great photographer who was available to shoot some great photos. So I was spoiled in that sense. I didn't have to do any video didn't have to do any audio literally just had to write and i kind of regret that now i kind of wish i would have taken more initiative to get more things on video to do more audio to do more podcasts you know because that's where that's where it's it's all going right that's where people's attention is going to and i think about the youngins right the young people these kids glued to their phones they're sure as hell not going to get their news from tv they're sure as hell not going to pick up a newspaper. They're going to get it from their digital device and they're going to have money and they're goofy little kids now, but <laughs> they're going to have money before long, disposable income, and there's going to be a way to take it from them, I think, doing the news. So who's going to be making that news? Well, I still think it's going to be traditional journalists, quote unquote, people who are trained in journalism school or in col- have college degrees because colleges now probably don't even have a print journalism major or a tv journalism major they're probably all multimedia journalism majors so all these kids now coming out of journalism school probably don't know how to 
shoot a video, snag some audio, write up the story. They probably know how to do it all. So I still think the you know traditionally trained journalists are still going to do it from now on. They're just going to do it on YouTube. They're just going to do it on iTunes or wherever kind of podcast platform, Spotify. They're going to they're going to figure it out. I think so. News is in a very weird place right now because it's in a transition, right? We're, we're transitioning from newspapers and TV and radio into YouTube and podcasts and TikTok, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Snapchat. People even get news from there. Social media. People can straight up get their news from Twitter, on Facebook, and nothing else. If they didn't see it on Facebook, then it didn't happen. Like, <laughs> that's real, man. I know people like that. But, yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be, um, I, th- I think that's where it's going. And it's just in a transition now. But I think I think it's better because, well, you don't have to worry about a newspaper being delivered to your door. <laughs> you know, that's crazy. I, I, th- I used to think about that when I was a newspaper guy. Like, wow, this thing gets delivered to people's door by like 6 a.m. every day. That's wild. So no more of that. No more of like having to catch the news at 10 o'clock or whatever. You can just watch the YouTube whenever it's out on YouTube. And... One last thing, everyone who's on YouTube, not, not everyone, but a lot of people who are YouTubing, podcasting, or a lot of independent people, either just one person or maybe a small group of people. And I think it's news is going to go that way too, where you're just going to have these small little companies maybe doing a little this and that. It might get more and more niche. Although I could definitely see a small group of people just covering their community. You know, why not? Why couldn't you? I know people think uh, very broadly when it comes to podcasting or YouTubing, but I think you can just cover a community and be able to sustain yourself. If the community is willing to sustain you, that is, they need to, they need to kind of pay for it. They need to help you out, but, um, it's doable. There are ways to monetize YouTube and podcasts, whatever. Hit up the Patreon, patreon.com slash windows news program. Um, so yeah, I, I think, I think it'll be fine. It's just in a transition right now. I, I feel bad for all these newspaper guys losing their jobs, but I think you just gotta, you gotta be multifaceted and you gotta, you gotta be able to move on with grace. Be like, okay, I got laid off from a newspaper again. Sometimes I've been laid off before from a newspaper. You gotta move on to where the people are. You gotta go to the people. You can't expect the audience to come to you. You can't expect them to go out and seek your newspaper. You gotta go to them. You gotta be on their phone. (laughs) You know? All right. I think that's all I'm going to rant about this week, guys. I really appreciate you listening. Thank you to the Patreon supporters, Daniel, Tony, Andres, and Emily. Really appreciate you guys. If you guys would like to support me, head to patreon.com slash Mundo's News Program. All right, guys. Until next time, my name is Mundo, and I'm out. Peace.